Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. Here we tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on, from the technical to the emotional, and we talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people are going to love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode, and if you haven't already, give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. In the game dev community, it doesn't always seem to be enough to make a video game. There is a burning underlying question that almost every dev seems to have. Okay. And we're going to talk about that. Should you start a YouTube channel? So disclaimer off the bat, I am a YouTuber. I upload two videos a week to my channel and I have well over a hundred videos at this point. And this is on top of this podcast, right? So I have some biases definitely, but I'm going to do my best to give you an unbiased breakdown of why you may or may not want to start a YouTube channel, because there are a lot of reasons for both and which side of the fence you land on. A lot of it is going to depend on what your end goals are. And for us, for my wife and I, initially we started our YouTube channel just doing devlogs. That was it. We did one video every two weeks and we stuck with that for a couple of months, I think. But as our understanding of YouTube evolved over time, we started to see a different path of what was possible. My original goal was to make a video game that hopefully sold well, obviously, right? Well, enough to support my family for years while I worked on another game. And then, right, you repeat that, it becomes a process. And then the same thing, hoping the next game does well enough financially to support me long enough to create yet another game, etc. And there's just a lot of risk doing that. One flop could mean bankruptcy or a necessary career change or job or whatever. We sold our house to fund our studio. So you might think that we have a super high risk tolerance. We don't. There were a hundred business and personal reasons for selling our house, but ultimately we want what most people want in life, which is to feel safe, to know that we can financially survive now and in the future. And having a YouTube channel very much can do that for you. And we're going to talk about how soon. And by the way, I'm not at all with this episode trying to sell you on the idea of just up and starting a channel. Here, right now, I'm just explaining why we are doing what we are doing with our channel. What we want is to be able to pay our bills and make whatever kind of game we want and not have to stress about how successful it's going to be. That is our ultimate end goal, to be able to make games but not have to worry about you know whether they're a flop or not. So that is why we're doing what we're doing. So should you start a YouTube channel? Well, I have to give you the annoying answer <laughs> and say, it depends. It depends on you and it depends on your goals and it depends on your preferences because those matter. Having a YouTube channel can help you in your game dev career 100%. It can also really, really suck away your time and the fun right out of game development, okay? So let's get into it. There are several paths that you can take on YouTube when you're doing a game dev channel, and I'm just going to run through them and talk about the pros and the cons for each of them along the way. So on YouTube for game development, there seem to be three overarching categories, which are devlogs, tutorial and education, and topic and analysis. And there are hybrids and subcategories, but generally speaking, those are the three common approaches you'll see. Devlogs, tutorials, slash education, topic, slash analysis, okay? 
a devlog channel might choose to focus on one project, like one game, for a long time. The obvious example here being Thin Matrix, and I know I mention him a lot on this channel, and I do that because I love his Homegrown series, and I loved his Equilinox series as well. So with this approach, you're making a game, and you then make a video about the progress that you've made in the last week, or month, or whatever your standard time frame is. Easy, right? Well, no. <laughs> One of the most annoying things about this approach is now you're not really building a game in an order that necessarily is the most efficient or in an order that makes the most sense. You now have to build a game in an order that an audience wants to see it made in. What does that even mean? It means that visuals come first. YouTube is visual. If there's not something pretty or interesting to look at, no one wants to watch it. So no matter how complex the code is, the majority of people don't want to see programmer art on the screen because it is ugly. <laughs> they can't see the vision that you see in your head of what this game is going to be. And that means you're doing things a little bit backwards and you're adding polish and all of the best visuals that you can up front. But that goes against the prototype then polish design philosophy, which can mean potentially a lot of wasted time because it's very, very common that certain chunks of your game might get, you know, trashed. And if you've spent a lot of time putting polish into that, then that's just more of your time in the garbage, basically. You're also going to get a lot of feedback on your game, more than you probably want. You're going to get dozens of ideas that you're going to want to implement but can't. You're going to get criticism on the things that you've just finished and really want to move on from, and just all sorts of other comments in between. Feedback, obviously, is a must for game development, but you have to ask yourself, can you handle a constant flood of feedback all of the time? Because it can be overwhelming and frustrating and a little bit deflating at times. Keeping up your confidence is important for you to remain creative. Okay, so that was kind of focusing on long-term devlogs. Now, other devlog channels like Bargy or Lately Goodgus focus more on devlogs around tiny projects that they can accomplish in, you know, a few days or even a few hours sometimes. Generally speaking, these are a little more geared up to be viral and will have higher views, which means more ad revenue and more eyeballs on your channel for potential wish lists on any larger projects you might be working on. But they're also less invested in you as a person because a lot of people are there for, you know, one video that's going to entertain them for a few minutes and then they're gone and they don't care. So your conversion rate for wish lists are going to be much lower than a channel that focuses solely on one project. Okay, so that was devlogs. Let's talk about tutorial and education channels. Uh, you can go engine agnostic and do some really high level stuff like GMTK, right? Game Maker's Toolkit and talk about design. Or you could get really like into the nitty gritty and upload engine specific tutorials. And we are an example of that. We publish a Unity tutorial every week teaching you how to do X, right? How to videos in the Unity game engine. So the wider your topic, obviously the broader the appeal. So more views equals more potential revenue from sources like Patreon. Uh, GMTK, for example, brings in over 12 grand every month from his Patreon alone. 
But the drawback here is that there is a less defined target audience, which would make it a bit more difficult to make revenue off sources like courses or even video sponsors. Sponsors love channels with a clearly defined audience. Zooming into something really specific like engine-specific tutorials, they're going to have a smaller potential audience, but a much more clearly defined audience, which can make it a lot easier to sell specific products to. And I know the idea of selling things to an audience has a huge ick factor for a lot of people, especially developers, you know, it's because it's marketing. I know, but this is a realistic talk about different ways to approach game dev on YouTube. Money and the potential ways you can earn money are obviously a really big consideration to take into account here. This is your livelihood we're talking about. So the third category is topic and analysis videos. And, you know, Thomas Brush comes to mind here for me. He's made videos on any game dev topic that you can imagine or Lost Relic Games. I was introduced to his channel from his Kickstarter analysis videos, which I found really, really interesting. These don't really have viral appeal, but they often have a broader appeal than tutorial videos, for example, and they can be easier to produce since if you're a good communicator, you can just turn your camera on and start talking with little more than just a couple of talking points, right? You don't need to necessarily make a whole script. These can also be much easier editing, so not as much time sucked away from your game. Uh, but it's a big pro because people will start to feel like they know you and by extension, they might be interested in your game and will wishlist whatever you make because they like and are invested in you. So starting a YouTube channel can really help financially support you while you work on your game. Anyone that is on YouTube will tell you that YouTube ad revenue is peanuts, okay? You would need millions of views on every single upload to be able to make a living off of ad revenue alone. But ad revenue combined with affiliate revenue, membership revenue like Patreon, sponsorships can be a huge revenue source, and revenue from products that you create like courses, plus consulting or coaching revenue, which you can also do. It all adds up. And having an audience that will watch your stuff and support you by paying for memberships or buying your products is extremely, extremely valuable. If you have an audience, then you can basically count on a certain amount of revenue coming in each month. And speaking of which, thank you each and every one of you so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you guys so much. But I hope you see my point. YouTube can be much more than something that just gives you a couple of wish lists for your game. And before you walk away from this episode, there are a few things you need to know from my own experience of building a YouTube channel, okay? If you have no experience editing, it takes far longer than you think it's going to. <laughs> this is a huge time suck, even for the easy, you know, quote unquote, easier videos. And I find that devlogs in particular can be really, really time consuming to edit. There is no formula for going viral. Go in assuming that one in 10 of your videos will do pretty well and the rest will be your average. A channel that grows consistently is a more surefire way to plan creating a YouTube channel that will pay off for you than trying to go viral. Know that with a thousand percent certainty that you will earn exactly zero dollars for a year or more with YouTube. It is a long game, just like making video games. Do not plan to be the exception to that rule because you will very, very likely be disappointed. You might think your first few videos are good. 
they will not be. <laughs> Watch ours. You can find us at SasquatchB Studios on YouTube. I thought those first few videos were really good back then when we made them. They are terrible. You might think you're not funny enough or cool enough to be on YouTube. That's not true either. Your delivery will improve over time, but no matter what personality type you have, there are people out there that want to hear what you have to say. And I'm so curious because I see this topic everywhere. Do you have a YouTube channel? Do you want to start one or are you planning on starting one? And if you want to join the conversation, you can come check out our Discord server. The link is in the description of this episode. Well, that's all I got. And if you love this episode and if you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now because it really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome developers like yourself. Thanks so much.